0: Like I said, what up? It's pushed away well for the purpose. We back, we back with another show. We got some more information. We back with the Forex Q and A and today this is gonna be a transparent day about what's been going on in, with me in the Forex market. And I, and I even got some charts to pull up for y'all. So just sit tight. Go grab you a drink and if you don't drink this is all this is to everybody that's Christian and and spiritual. They don't drink and and they just it's cool with the vibe of God because I'm cool with the vibe of God. You get what I'm saying? So go sit back, do what you do, and be prepared for another show. You get what I'm saying? Now I have to get ready to get the bomb out. Let's go. So, welcome, welcome, welcome to Push to Wealth with a Purpose, and we are finally back. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to cap. I'm happy to be back. I love doing this show. Right now, today's episode is all about transparency, and in this uh, and transparent moment, even though, like, I look at the algorithm of our shows, and there'll be a lot of people viewing, but I still, I'm still, i still happy and excited to do this. I just like doing it. So, anyways, you know who it is. It's P, Perry, whatever you want to call me. And it's my husband. Go ahead.
1: This is Michael Wilson reporting.
0: You heard what the man said, Michael Wilson reporting. I got to get a bomb for him because... That's a special man right there. You know what I'm saying? I might have to drop one more bomb for him. He is the bomb.com. But, anyways, listen. Guys, we are back with another episode. And this week's episode, before we get into that, what have we been doing? Where we ain't been on the show. Honestly, grinding. we've been grinding. I started a new job and, you know... We haven't been on a... We could be better. You get what I'm saying? I, I'm not gonna really make no excuse because we do be having times to do the show. We just choose not to do the show, right? <laughs> but uh, we back because I got some stuff to talk to y'all about. And my husband he gonna finish up these Q and A questions with the forex because I got some transparency to give to y'all, man. How have I been doing in the forex market, right? You right. heard. Listen. All I can say is, it's been a bloodbath, man. It's been the bloodbath these past few weeks. I have made some very bad trading decisions. And I'm going to say, when I get into the psychology of trading, I'm not talking as if I'm proud of my decisions. Because who's proud of losing money? Nobody, right? But, in this market, you're going to lose, but some losses are preventable. You get what I'm saying? Some losses are preventable, and um, a little later, I'm going to dive into the chart and show you what I mean when it talks about some of the losses that I've had that was preventable because we're going to get into that FOMO. What is FOMO? Fear of missing out? We're going to get into that and we're going to be transparent. I'm not no forex guru. I'm learning like everybody else and I'm just being transparent with it. You get what I'm saying? So, before we get into that, last time we uh, did the forex QA, q Q&A, we was on part one. So, now we on part two and my husband is going to ask me some questions that he came up with that he felt like you guys would like to hear. And any other questions that you would like, feel free to put them in the comments. What What is foreign, Forex? Forex stands for, short for foreign exchange market. Foreign exchange market is identical to what the stock market is. But the foreign exchange market trades over, over, a little over $4.2 trillion a day. The, the stock market, I think, trades over about a billion a day. So... That's per day, not year. We're talking about per day. We're not going to get down into the semantics of numbers and stuff because I don't really like math like that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's what the foreign exchange market is. And that's the end. that's just a, to refresh you guys' memory. But I can't wait to dive into the charts. But I'm, I don't want this episode to be super long and drawn out. So I'm going to let my husband go ahead and dive into the questions. So... Let me get this bomb for him because he's bomb, man. Let me get this bomb for my man. You you know what I'm saying? It's sweetest day. So, I got to at least do something The bomb. He's the bomb.
1: Well, you might as well drop a bomb for yourself because you the bomb too, babe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I feel you. I feel you on that.
1: For sure. So, you
0: got some questions for me, right?
1: Yes, I do. Uh... These questions is uh the ones that I've written down here is, uh what's the misconceptions about Forex? Did, did we talk about that the last time? Well,
0: yeah, some of these questions I did answer on the part one.
1: Oh, you got the ones so, highlighted that I didn't ask yet. Okay. So
0: some of these questions I did highlight. About part On um, part one, as far as when it comes to the episode, I did answer some of these questions based off of the misconceptions. You're going to have to go back and listen to that on your own to get the answer to those questions. But we're going to start off from my most memorable question that he didn't get a chance to ask, and we're going to go from there. So, back to you,
1: baby. Okay, well, let's start over then. Uh, first question, any advice would uh, could you give to a person that's just starting out?
0: But um any advice to could could I give to a person that's just starting out in Forex, my main advice honestly would be is trust the process. You're not gonna get rich overnight and I'm gonna let it you let me go ahead and be real. You're not finna take two hundred dollars and flip it to twenty grand overnight. You're not finna do that. Okay? And another another um word of advice would be only invest what you are comfortable with losing that's i gotta get a bomb for that only invest what you are comfortable losing meaning if you invest this and you lose it that's not your bill money you not you know what i'm saying only invest what you are comfortable losing you're not going to get rich overnight trust the process Take time, because this is a skill. This is something that you have to develop. And another word of advice is this is not for everybody. The NBA is not for everybody. Wrestling is not for everybody. Rapping is not for everybody. Sinking is not for everybody. Dancing is not for everybody. Swimming is not for everybody. I think y'all get the picture here so that's the advice that i could give to somebody just starting. now if this is something that you really want to do don't rush it take your time i'm st- i'm being transparent i do not know everything about this market when it comes to i guess the structure of the market for us the institutional part of the market now, when it comes to like different fundamentals and stuff, I'm I'm getting there. I'm gaining a lot of knowledge when it comes to fundamentals, but I don't know everything about the market. So take your time. Don't expect to get rich overnight. And another thing, if you trade in for the money, this is not the right thing for you to do. Trade for the skill, and the money will come. You get what I'm saying. Learn. You don't play. You don't learn to basketball for anything but besides to get good because the more you get good the points will come the blocks gonna come the steals gonna come the buckets will come nobody's nobody's playing basketball to be mvp every game because you have to work up to that you have to work up to that skill and i and i have to relate it to basketball because Before I got married, before I had my daughter, basketball was my first love. So, I wasn't playing balls for anything else but because I loved the sport. I didn't care about starting. I didn't care about even being good. I just loved it. And that love ended up making me a very exceptional player. Was I a shy player and I made decisions on the court that I regret still to this day and I was only in eighth grade? Yes, because I didn't show my true potential, which I should have. But, you know, that's how it happened. So, that's my advice. What's your next question, Boo?
1: My next question is, which uh, a lot of people would like to know, uh, what was the most that you have lost in a trade?
0: The most that I've lost in a trade, <laughs> that's funny because um I don't have an exact number, but I can actually pull up my history and I probably can find the most that I lost this week. And I think the most that I lost this week, 20, 40. It's over $100 this week, but the most that I've lost in I think a better way to put you that is how much have can. I lost far as trading so far within the last two weeks. I've lost over $450, yes.
1: Okay. But why did you lose that much, and could you have done something better to prevent such loss?
0: Yes, I could have. I lost that much based off of fear of missing out because... um I would say my entries. I feel like my entries could be better. Like I would see a trending market, and also trading on getting in trades on the lower basing my stop loss off on the lower time frame. That's that's where my losses come because I get in, I get stopped out quick. Because if I'm on a 15-minute time frame, the re- the market is reacting in 15-minute increments. And I'm basing my stop loss not really looking at the bigger picture from the hour, the daily, even the 4-hour, what those candles are doing. And I'm putting my stop loss on what the 15-minute is doing and wondering why I'm getting stopped out. But if I base it on an hour or even a 4-hour time frame... I'm seeing the bigger picture, and on the daily, if I look at the daily candle, and if the daily candle is fairly bullish, then I can see where the market is going, but a lot of times what happens is... On the 15-minute time frames, i open a trade because the 15-minute time frames is good for entry. But when it comes to my stop loss, like I go into a trade on the 15-minute time frame, and then I will put my stop loss literally below the last low on the 15-minute time frame instead of the last low on the hour time frame or maybe the four-hour time frame and wonder why I got stopped out so quick. And then, or or not even that, I would even take my trade because I'm thinking like the market is about to go against me. You get what I'm saying? I'm taking my losses and cutting my losses short when if I go on the hour to daily, only thing that's happening is price is pulling back a little bit. But if I would have gave my trade a little bit of breathing room, I would have had better results. So that's why I've lost the most that I've lost. What have I lost overall when it comes to trading? I've probably invested over two grand so far, maybe even maybe even more, right, babe? hmm Within the past few years. So um yeah, I could have made my entries better and also just being patient and letting the trade come to me and not FOMO experiencing that fear of missing out, like just letting the trade come to me and also not being afraid, like and trusting that. If I know what's going on in the market and trusting that it will go my way, but also nothing in the market is guaranteed because you can mark up a chart and it's perfect setup and everything, and something causes the market to shift another direction. So nothing is guaranteed. It's all based off of speculation. You know what I'm saying? And also, market and institutional people pushing the market the way it goes and, and not investing with the market makers. We, we getting invested in with the market takers. They come in to get what they can get, and then they get out. And sometimes you get stopped out off of them lower time frames because you that's a good place to enter. But when you get into your stop loss, your stop loss is getting hit based off of the lower time frame, not the higher time frame, because you didn't calculate the pullback on the hour time frame. You've seen full bullish momentum on the hour time frame. You go into the 15-minute time frame, right? Mm-hmm. You go into 15-minute time frame. And you go in and make your entry, and you make it your stop loss, too, on your 15-minute time frame. And then this is going happens happen sometimes because it don't even hit their stop loss. What happens is people look at the 15-minute time frame and see those candles going bearish, bearish, bearish. But you pull up the hour time and the hour candle, the only thing that's really happening is the market is pulling them back a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Before.
0: Not even, consi- no, it's just pulling back. It's a difference between consolidation and pulling back. Hmm. You know, pull back is. Market pushes price up a little bit. And then you got a lot of people. You got a lot of people that take some profits real quick, and they want to pull the market back, back a little bit. And, and what happens? What really is happening is it's allowing more buyers to get in and continuously push the market to the direction. So that's where that pullback is for those investors and those big time banks that might have missed that move. So they all, they like collectively in agreement, pulling back the market to, and they can pull back the market to a few different psychological levels, which I'm going to have to get in on the chart when we we talk about psychological levels. I'm going to have to get into that. But they can pull back the market to push down the market to a certain price that's comfortable for other investors to continuously buy and then push the market. And that's where the daily, the hourly, and the four-hour time frame, because you get a big picture of what's going on and you factor that in with the news and what you're hearing. Then... You find great positions, but like I said, a lot of times you get stopped out because you had that fear of missing out or you cut your losses and not even realizing you're not even going into a loss. You just, you still on a 15-minute time frame and you seeing like 5, 10 red candles and you look like, oh my God, it's about to, the market is about to break on me and I'm going to put completely against you. But if you open up your hour trade, your hour chart and you see the market is still bullish, so, that also happens with giving your stop loss a little bit more room to breathe, too. Tell them, uh,
1: tell them a little bit about uh, what is bullish and what is bearish.
0: Okay, so, a bullish market is up. So, the best thing that I can explain when it comes to the bullish market, bulls, when you think about a bull, when you go, like, you know, bulls throw things in the air with they horn. They throw things in the air, and a bear pushes you down. So, bulls drive the market up, the bears push the market down. Bulls buy, bears sell. And sometimes, different traders in... in Like, when you get deep into like market making and stuff like that, people do both. Investors do both. Like, market makers can push... And push market... Market makers can push price to a very high level, right? And then... When it get to that level, they you see a fluctuation of sellers. That's them taking their profit because they're selling, selling, selling. What is the game? Buy low, sell high. It's just how high are they gonna let the market get to before they start taking their profits and extracting their profits? And I'm and I'm gonna let me say this. This is I am no financial advisor. This is just my perception of the market. You're going to, if you are a forex trader, forex trader, you're going to take your own perception of the market and you're going to adapt that to your own trading plan. And I'm sorry if I'm speaking fast or anything. I just, I kind of really get excited talking about this. So you're going to take your own perception versus what you may hear on the podcast tonight. And you're going to take that and and make the market for what it is. Honestly, so that's what the bulls is. Bulls push price up, bears push price down. Throw up, throw down. That's basically what it is. What's the next question that you got? Uh,
1: What is the biggest profit that you have ever gotten in forex or in a trade in general? Or just in the amount of time that you have been trading? Well, What's your biggest profit? Okay,
0: so my biggest profit is... Would be I I made literally like a hundred dollars in 20 minutes. And I'm proud about my hundred dollars in 20 (laughs) minutes. But no, because listen, I seen this move and I seen this setup, and I knew it, and I had the perfect sniper injury. We're gonna get into sniper injuries too. One of these days, y'all just not gonna get it today. But we got, I I seen the perfect entry one time and I knew exactly how it was gonna bounce and it was gonna go in my favor. And I'm more of a I like to scalp, but I like I'm also more of a trader that also I would say I'm into scalping, but I don't mind you know being patient with the market. So I can hold my trade for literally a few hours. Literally like four or five hours, you know what I, I guess that would be daily a day trader intraday trader, you know what I'm saying? I'm not into the swing trading yet, but I would like to transition into that soon. So, basically, Monday, I seen I seen a perfect setup come up, and one of my babies is ETH to USD, which is Ethereum USD. And we are gonna get into the chart soon, so y'all gonna see. So, price had hit this certain this certain area. And it was really kind of, like, obvious. And it's crazy because you don't get these setups often. Like, And I've heard them say, shout-out to uh, Jake Take Profits and um, Swaggy C, because I've heard all of them say this. And you've heard them say, like, mm-hmm. them perfect setups come a dime a dozen, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened is I opened the trade. Like, I think I was doing, like, maybe 60, 70 cents a pip, right? And I only did, like, two positions. We went to the store... I'm to the store, give me some tequila, right? Came back, was in profit over $100. Literally 20 minutes, I instantly took that out. And I could have just really let it ride out, but you know what I'm saying? I I took it because I felt like it was right for me to take it. You get what I'm saying?
1: Don't get greedy, too. That's L- another
0: Yep, and and there's nothing wrong with taking profit when you're ready to take profit. It don't matter if you taking $5 profit, $6 profit, $8 profit. Whenever you feel like you should take profit because the, nothing is guaranteed in the market, just take it. But just also there has to be discipline. So, but that was my biggest trade, like, and like my biggest trading. Week, I remember telling my husband like I made over like two hundred and fifty dollars this week, an extra two hundred and fifty dollars this week. You know what I'm saying? Literally, like within a couple hours, because I don't trade every day. But the days I do trade, you know that. Factors into like the hour that factors into hours that I might spend trading. I'm like, babe, I I literally made this in less than what a person may make in a day, like two hundred and fifty dollars. I feel like I can make an extra two hundred and fifty a week. You get what I'm saying? I was excited. So based off of my excitement, going on into that two hundred and fifty dollars, literally going into September. That momentum completely went in another direction, cause the market became extremely bearish, and I'm talking about it was a bloodbath. And I was just cutting my losses short for real. For real. I'm talking, I'm taking thirty dollar losses, twenty dollars, fifteen dollar losses. You know what I'm saying? I think I've taken some sixty four dollar losses before, but far September it was a crazy thing, and that's part of historical data. So. Like I said, we'll get into stuff like that later, but I'm gonna let my husband get through these questions so I can go to the chart with y'all in a second.
1: Um, what time do you think is best to trade? What 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 time have do you think is best for yourself to trade? I don't. Uh, um, a lot of people have different times to trade, but like, what's yours?
0: Okay, so um when we talk about different trading times far as like different sessions you have um uh, you have the London session which is the popular session the New York session well of course that's the New York that's on the New York exchange also you have the uh Tokyo session and it's one more session that I can maybe the European, European session This the European session that you know so it's a few different trading sessions um I honestly don't have really a, a set um, trading session, but I kind of genuinely like maybe that the, the morning sessions. literally like that window when I get off of work and mark my chart up. So by one or two o'clock, I'm probably looking for. A- sure, yeah. So it's really the London session. Mm-hmm. London session, um, and we actually can get into the trading sessions actually right now. Matter of fact, Bam, I'm dropping stuff for y'all tonight. Tonight. For real. So y'all need to thank me. <laughs> but no, for real. Let me pull up the um the trading sessions. Real fast. Ooh. That's crazy because listen, I've I haven't been this excited about something since I was playing sports for real, like. I'm always, like, correlating something to trading. Like, I even caught myself on the phone with my best friend earlier. Like, it's straight, like, correlating, like, whatever we was talking about to, like, the market for some reason today. Like, I'm looking, like, why am I even talking about the market right now? Like, but that's just how it is when you're really passionate about it. So, let me get these, uh... Okay, so basically the Forex market is open 24 hours a day, different parts of the world from 5 p.m. Eastern on Sunday until 4 p.m. Eastern on Friday. So um, the Forex hours is we have just for, for Australian sessions, you have the Sydney session, that's what we were looking at, Tokyo, London, and New York. So, the New York session, I think, is over at 3 p.m. So, it's, like, from 8 a.m. to 3, maybe. And then you have the London session that is, I think, 8 p.m. to, like, maybe 1 a.m. I could be getting these times wrong, but I like trading, like, between... I kind of like trading between maybe
1: the... the London and the, in the um, U.S.?
0: I think I, I would say the London and maybe the Tokyo sessions. Tokyo, because I get off of work, and while I'm at work on my break sometimes, don't tell them what I be doing, y'all. But I be marking up my chart a little bit on my break or whatever. So I'm seeing, trying to see what's going on. So, by the time I get off, if I'm not studying or something like that, if I'm not studying something that has to do with Forex, I'm looking for me a good entry. And I'm looking for simple entries because I'm not trying to overcomplicate the market. You get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to overcomplicate things for myself. One thing that I also can say is don't overcomplicate the market. Don't do that. Okay? So, you don't want to overcomplicate things. So, basically, like I said... I would say, like I said, the London, maybe the Tokyo sessions, is my best sessions, and those are the sessions where I could wake up in the morning and and look like, oh wow, I'm in profit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I could take this out, but I'm also like the New York session. I'm not going to count the New York session out because I've seen a lot of literally going in from like the hours of 3 p.m. to maybe wait, no, 2 p.m. I say 2 p.m. to 4 because the market, you got the stock market that closed at 5 p.m. Eastern time. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, 5 p.m. Eastern Time is 4, and you know what I'm saying? So, that validity between 2 to 4 or 3 to 5 literally is somebody the, like the way to market because either what's happening is they trying to push price as high as possible before the close of the day, or they trying to, put price, to push price down. Or, like I said, either they trying to push it down, or sometimes they might push it down to see where they can find support. Or, they might push it up to see where they can find resistance, or prices respecting either the supported area. Because, when we get into support and resistance, and I could could just go briefly into support and resistance real fast. Like, when you get to support resistance, like, support is where price is respected on multiple occasions or in an area where market price might go down to a different area like price might come down but it might respect this certain price area multiple times you might get three four touches where that supporting price bounces back up and an uptrend and shoots up also it's the same when it comes to a downtrend when you're when you're in a downtrended market price might Shoot up to an area and you get this resistance. where We're going to call it the roof and shoot down. But sometimes price not might not respect the roof and it might blow it up. We tear this roof off. You know what I'm saying? The roof is on fire. So price might shoot up. So that's a little bit of support and resistance. What's the next
1: question? Well, the final question is, and I don't have this written down, but I'm going to uh, ask it. Is that who do you listen to the most? Um, about Forex on, on YouTube or any other platform, and uh, what do they bring to the table for you to learn even more?
0: That's a good question. That is a really good question. Uh, I listen to a lot of people, I, I, I get a lot of information, but I would say who I listen to the most, and, and, and a little bit of transparency comes from this, is uh, Chris christopher which is swaggy c swag academy i'm part of swag academy is chris uh and it's crazy because i really didn't care for him a lot for real for real but i found that the way he explains price and like psychological part of trading is very relatable to kind of how to really how i think about it but i also have like honorable mentions like uh mamba eggs um trading with dj she's uh think she's african but she's from texas she's great um um jeremy cash um uh jake take profits um and um trend trade academy like all i listen to a lot of these like forex people that you probably you guys probably have heard of too but right now um who i am getting the most like valuable information and i'm finding value and what I pay for or anything like that. And and we don't even talk about paying because sometimes you have to pay for knowledge, but that's neither here or there. But who I found value the most, even outside of before that, is Swaggy C. Like when it comes to even before his channel blew up, like the way he breaks down, and he's not really into a lot of indicator trading, and I'm not into indicator trading. I would prefer to have a clean chart. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I can see what's going on. And then you know, mark up my levels. And another thing is what I told you, um, I told you this just last week about I'm actually getting into the marking up the chart because you remember I said I'm not doing all that chart marking up and stuff, but. It's beneficial for me to mark up my charts like, because I can see like a certain pattern like a fallen pendant or a fallen wedge and I can literally Google this and type this in Google and see what this means and it could be like a reversal or something like that. And I know to either get in for a short sale or get in for a nice buy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, those who I listen to but um, it's time to get into the charts real quick. It's time to get into the charts real quick because I'm being transparent. I, I wanna talk to y'all about some of my losses. Yeah. I wanna talk to y'all about some of my losses. So let me get the bomb, man. Alright, let's get into these charts. Let me exit the bomb out. Let's get into these charts. So we going over here. Um so basically this is um uh, this is what I'm about to um, what do you what you see on my chart right now at psychological levels, and I literally just learned this from uh from the Swaggy Academy. Shout out to uh to, to Swaggy C. If you want all the information when it comes to that, you're gonna have to get the course or whatever. And I'm not promoting his course or anything because you're gonna do what you want to do. But this is um this is literally me applying knowledge that I learned. But I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all an empty chart right. I'm going to go ahead and get y'all an empty chart because that's my business. Don't worry about what I got going on. Period. You feel me? <laughs> but, uh, so, um, basically, this is one of my favorite, uh, pairs. This is, um, Ethereum, the USD. This is a cryptocurrency. I've been really rocking with Ethereum to USD for about a couple of months now. It's at $3,889 per coin right now. When you got Bitcoin at, uh, literally sixty one thousand sixty seven dollars that's the price action so this is the daily chart so let's zoom out real quick let's zoom out so let's look at price structure for what it is right like i said these are psychological levels i can't go into psychological levels right now because it's things that i'm still learning but basically this is areas that price you see reaction and price action reacts off of these different levels so this is the daily chart um let me go down to the hour chart so let's go down to here right i'm gonna go uh bar replay i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and um I'm going to go ahead and um, exit all of these out, right? And if we're going to clear this out. Uh, so, basically, what I just did when it came to Barbara, I just really literally exited it. And a lot of traders do this for backtesting purposes, but I'm doing this for, like, transparent purposes of how I lost money this week, right? Based off of my own mistakes, right? So, basically, what happened would be... Right. I would see price trending, right? Let's say right here. Let's get a, uh, I would see price trending right here. Hour trending, right? This is on the hourly hourly time frame, right? Damn. So we go down to the 15 minute where I'm going to find my entry, right? So these, you see the difference. This is a, these, these are zoomed in on the market, right? So price was going up. Bullish pattern, right? So, my FOMO would have me get in, literally, maybe. Literally while I see tr- price trending, right? And on the hourly, right here, pullback. All this pullback. But if you come down to an hourly chart, you would see... Like on that Pacific candle, that there's some pullback, and this is going to be this is not going to be like super organized or anything, but this is just like a breakdown of how I made my mistakes as far as when it comes to trading um, and the trades. Um, I could say, uh, let me pull up my last trade and let's go to E, let's go to gold, let's go to gold. No. No, no, I'm going to stick to my ETH. Let's go to the money that I lost in ETH. Let's go down to uh, the 2602 level. So, um, let's go 260... 3602, actually. I'm sorry, guys. 3602, so let's do... Let's just put this big up so, like I said, 3602, right? Uh, and I lost this trade, I lost $50 in this trade because I opened two positions for 0.00.05, which is like 50 cent lot size. I don't trade on standard because it's I'm really big on my risk management and I'm not in a rush to like flip my account, I'm just also in the learning process. So at 3602 let's see i bought in at we got to get to 36.02 36.02 is around this area so let's um, let's here we go so we're going to draw a little rectangle at 36.02 right and um I was stopped at at 3553 and we're going to figure out why I was stopped at at 3553. So let's exit that bar replay and let's let's pull back to so price didn't hit 33. We had 3602. Which is a little bit up here, so thirty six zero two, I got in for a buy right here on the daily, right? So but if I go down to the hourly time frame because this is I'm gonna be able to show you what happened. so I got in for a buy at thirty six zero two price was literally up here, right and and clearly, What's funny is because clearly I I could see I could see a bad move. Now that I'm going back and looking at my mistakes, and I'm on an hourly time frame outside of the daily because the daily just pulled back a little bit or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And it was going into some consolidation too. So at the thirty-six zero two level, right around here, right? Because I got in for a buy around right here so i got in for a buy literally around here. this is this is the 3602 right now let's talk about my stop loss where was my stop loss i had a stop loss of 35 3550, 51 35 right and this is where this is what helped me this week, and I just really kind of came into like the psychological because the psychological levels of listen, thirty five fifty one, I literally got stopped out, literally right here. Why? Because this is what happened. I came down in the fifteen minute, got my entry, right? We thirty six zero two. Let me see. And I don't know why it didn't. Here we go, thirty six zero two, right? Thirty six level, right? I literally came in, got my entry, thinking that market. I don't know why I felt like I was trade. I should trade against the market. That's what happened. I traded against the trend, and I'm saying because I'm actually looking back at this now, like, why did I even get in that trade? You know why I got in that trade? FOMO. F F-O- FOMO. Which is fear of missing out. That's why I got in that trade. But if we zoom out back to the daily time frame, and we go to right where I said I was at thirty six zero two. That's literally a psychological level where prices usually react. It's either can react this way or come this way. But literally back in May. You have some reaction here. May. And then we come over here. And we are literally in August where you get reaction. Price reacts off that level. in September, Price reacted on this level. And in September, on the daily, Price went this way. Even in September, Price was, you know, going this way. B- far as the reaction... You had resistance here. We wasn't even able to push price. They was testing on this day back in May. They tried to push it and guess what happened? Reject. Reject. And then when you come over all the way over here, the same thing. Right here. like Right where I said I got in, right here. Bam, right here. And the, and what made what makes what happens with these mistakes is yes, price overall is bullish. Price overall is bullish. You can tell that it's bullish because you take your, your last lower uh, low in your ha- last high and you see this. Price is literally bullish. It's on an uptrend. But what happens is that fear of missing out and my entry could have been better. Whether I was buying or selling. So that's what happened. Um, I wouldn't advise anybody to get into the trick crypto trading because it's it's very volatile in far as you know risk management. It's not a good idea, and that's just being transparent. But I can say that when it comes to that. I learned from my losses this week. You know what I'm saying? I learned I learned from my losses a lot this week, honestly. And I, I'm happy to say that I learned from my losses just by finally becoming a part of something that helps me be accountable and think about my losses. of Why did I get in this trade? Why did I do this trade? You know what I'm saying? So, my advice to anybody that's into trading and that's trying to learn to trade, like... Just trust the process. Just realize, like, you're going to mess up. You're going to lose some money. But you want to minimize the money you lose. You want to be more profitable than more liable. And that's all I can say. And I think I should leave y'all off with a bomb on that. I think I should leave y'all off with a bomb on that. You want to be more profitable than more liable. Now... It is time for me to get up out of here. And I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Um, but we about to end this thing. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Like I said, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. It's pushed to well for the Purpose. And we about to get up out of here. We getting up out of here. I got church in the morning. So, Thank y'all for listening, and I hope y'all like this comment. Giving me some insight. I'm open to everything because I'm I'm really passionate about getting better and looking at things. Anybody that's into the more the market that's trading, I'm really passionate and really interested in getting better at things. So, comment that something that I might have missed it because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just learning and I'm I'm just sharing like my process me entering trades you know what i'm saying and what makes sense to me might not make sense to y'all but it's time to get out of here like i said you want to be more profitable and more liable so let's go